Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. Tap into your fullest potential. Starring the founder of the EFT Healing Center, Annabelle Fisher. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hey, Annabelle, how are you doing today? Hello, Scott. I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. And I have to share a story with you. Um, A few weeks ago, we did a session on decluttering. And uh, (laughs) it was the most amazing experience uh, since I got back from Jamaica and sat on a beach for two weeks. I have to tell you, it was absolutely incredible what happened after uh, we stopped recording because I turned around and I looked at that counter that I had described in this in the uh, episode. Oh yes, all, I remember. Yeah. Had all these papers and they were all gone, but it didn't stop there. I have a little cupboard at the side that had all these you know papers stuck in it and I cleaned it out. And then there was this cupboard above it that had all these papers and I cleaned it out. I was just a cleaning decluttering maniac. It was like unbelievable uh it was just like i was this puppet on a string and you were just taking me and putting my hands in and i was pulling all the stuff out and i'm looking at it like i'm like this is all junk and it was going into the garbage going into the garbage or into the recycling and then i did another counter in my living room and that got cleaned out and it's been almost a month and it's all remained decluttered and so that particular episode gets uh, five stars from me uh, because it was inc- it was just so incredibly powerful. And the and the and the action and the reaction and the results of it afterwards just uh, really emphasize in my mind how powerful EFT can be. Good. And, and isn't it interesting that that happened a few weeks after we'd done the podcast? So you went away and then came back and saw the kitchen countertops. And, and obviously that meant something, but your perspective was different after we'd done the tapping. And it was very easy for you to declutter and let go and release. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, there are some friends of mine that listen uh, uh, faithfully to our episodes and uh, two of them uh, emailed me and said, Scott, uh, after we listened to this, after I listened to this episode, I cleaned one, I think, was their desk out and another one was their closet out. And they were just uh, so I just wanted you to know that we are changing the world with these episodes and podcasts that we're doing, Annabelle. <laughs> I'm delighted, Scott. I'm glad everybody is cl- decluttering in all directions. Yeah, so if we see a news article where um, recycling bogged down because of excess paper and plastics being thrown out, uh, we know where it started from. Yes. So for today, I'd like to uh, to talk about something that I think is very, very exciting and uh, and I'm just starting to learn about it, and I'm hoping that you can shine some light on it. And it's, an, it's a, a relative of EFT, in, and it's called matrix re-imprinting. Yes, it certainly is, Scott. And um, it, it is relatively new, uh, certainly here in North America, and I trained in it earlier in the year. 
so I invited Sasha Allenby over from the UK, and uh, she uh, is a great. Um, she didn't create Matrix Reimprinting; it was created by Carl Dawson, who is one of the EFT masters in the UK. Uh, but he trained Sasha very early on. He used it with her. She, like me, had very severe chronic fatigue syndrome. So uh, she's a great proponent of. Uh, Matrix Reimprinting. She's co-authored the book uh, Matrix Reimprinting using EFT with Carl, and she goes around the world teaching people how to use it. So I asked her to come over and uh, train us people in Vancouver uh, in May, and it was wonderful because a lot of people came up from the states and lots of people from BC. Uh, and Alberta came together for the workshop and it was re it, for me uh, I know that the term life-changing is often thrown around in quite a casual way but it did it was life-changing for me uh, because I had um, my parents lost a son before I was born oh. and uh, so I uh, I've, I've done a lot of EFT around that what that has meant to me with regard to to the grief for me um, even though of course I wasn't physically around at the time, uh, being in my mother's womb for nine months, I picked up on a lot of grief and fear. Um, and uh, I've, I've done EFT around that. I've also um, I, I've done a lot of self-personal per development and growth around it. I've come to a lot of realizations and insights. I've, I've made a lot of peace with it. But what was interesting was uh, one of the first, and I'll explain uh, in a little more detail with you shortly how, how we use matrix reimprinting, but um, I wanted to explain my experience during the workshop. Uh, Sasha wanted to demonstrate uh, one of the basic fundamental techniques within matrix reimprinting, uh, which is matrix uh, scene reimprinting. And she asked, uh, she wanted all of us to just go back to a particular event in childhood uh, that, uh, that we, we could remember that was uh, where we felt uncomfortable. I mean, she wanted it to be heavily traumatic or distressing. And I uh, immediately a thought came into my mind, uh, pushing over Tracy Irwin in the, in the playground and she was the Tracy Owen was the sister of my friend Marie and uh, I don't know what she said uh, but obviously it upset me and I pushed her and she fell backwards and I remember being absolutely horrified and then I spent the whole afternoon in fear uh, that uh, she she would tell her teacher and her teacher would come into my classroom and something awful would happen to me maybe I'd even be expelled so it was, it was very distressing for me at the time so I, I retold this story, and Sasha took me through the process of matrix reimprinting uh, to heal that memory and uh, to rewrite what happened. And uh, what was so interesting about it was um, she, one, one of the parts of matrix reimprinting is to call upon um, anyone or anything uh, that would have made us feel in that moment uh, more comfortable. And so I was calling upon uh, friends and family, and uh, what came up for me was my brother, Robin, uh, was there. 
And it was a very powerful experience for me because I saw him, we hugged, we played. I was probably at the time maybe about seven or eight. And uh, so for me, it was life changing because I was able to connect with the brother that I'd never met. And it, it created a lot of ease around the whole situation for me. And I, I, I found a piece that I'd never been able to uh, receive through EFT and working around Robin. So I was hooked straight away. Obviously, this particular process went deeper or, used, or, or I was taken somewhere differently. Uh, and so it was, it was a new experience for me and a very, very profound one. Wow, that's, a, that's an amazing story, Annabelle. Yes, because um, it's interesting. Um, with e uh, Matrix reimprinting uses EFT, so I want to make that very clear. As I said, it's an advanced form of, of EFT, and we, we are tapping in it. Uh, but whereas traditional EFT um, uh, views the past memories as being held in the mind and the body, because obviously we're, we're coming up with thoughts and feelings and beliefs around a past event, and that is therefore manifesting in the body somehow, and that's what we're uh, gaining relief from through tapping. Uh, matrix reimprinting comes from a different place and uh, views past memories as being held in the matrix. Uh, so in other words, the field around us in which we exist. Um, and, uh, I mean, many people are very familiar with the movie The Matrix. Uh, some people call it The Field. Some people call it The Matrix. Um, but it's, uh, it, it's, the, it, it's the energy in which we are all connected. So Matrix reimprinting suggests that past memories are held in that field rather than being held in the mind-body. So we have to take extra steps rather than simply tapping on ourselves. We have to go into the field and work in there and uh, redress whatever happened. So can you describe a little bit more the field? Like is that like a, an energy field around us or are we talking about the meridians in the body or um... – that's right. So that the field, uh, you're absolutely right, is the field around us, um, and or it can be uh, called the matrix. And the the premise is that um, with with uh, matrix reimprinting, we go back into the past and we connect with the child that we were at that time. So for me, in the playground with Tracy Owen, as I said, I was about six or seven. Now, that's not... Uh, any, anything different particularly to EFT. We go back and we remember what that was like and, and how we're feeling about it now is what we tap on with EFT. Whereas uh, with matrix reimprinting, we connect to the child uh, that we were and connect to how she is feeling about that situation. Now, initially, when Carl developed matrix reimprinting, he considered it to be inner child work. Uh, and uh, it was then later realized that perhaps it, it wasn't particularly inner child work, but it was working on a hologram that was projected out into this field. So in actual fact, the term um, echo is used for the child that we work on, and uh, that stands for energetic conscious hologram, mm. I believe. 
is the echo, the term for the echo. So when we use matrix reimprinting, we go back to a past memory. Uh, we check in, see how we're feeling about that now. But that's us now. Our ma most, uh, the most important part of it is to check in and see how that echo, that child is feeling about the situation. So we actually communicate with her to see what it, it's like for her in that situation. So to give you um, more of a clearer idea with, uh, with the process that Sasha used with me, I went back in and I could see myself in the playground. I could see my friends all around me, um, and I, I, it was very clear to me that I was back there. But then, most importantly, at that stage, I had to dissociate from the little girl and uh, become a, a, an observer who was just passively standing there watching her. So uh, this is a wonderful technique for people who are very disconnected from experiences in their past and, and dissociate very easily. So I removed myself back and I observed who I was at that time, that little seven or eight-year-old, what she was wearing, what she was doing, laughing with her friends. And then uh, it was, I had to go up to her and explain who I was, that I was her from the future and I was there to help her. And when she was okay with that, um, I then used EFT with her. So in other words, although I tapped on myself physically in, in real time, I was also tapping on her. So I was visualizing myself tapping on her to ease the way that she was feeling about that. So she was feeling frightened and guilty. Uh, so I expressed that. And I said, even though you're feeling very frightened and guilty, you're still a very beautiful little girl. So, um, Annabelle, Annabelle, when you say, were you tap, were, was she doing the tapping or were you tapping her points? I was tapping her points. See, this oh. is where it, it gets a bit trippy, Scott. <laughs> okay. So, I was, um, Sasha was actually working with me, so she was tapping on my points. But when I use matrix room printing on myself, obviously there's nobody in the room, so I'm tapping regularly on myself, just as I would be when I'm using EFT. Um, so Sasha was tapping on me because I was newer to the matrix or imprinting then. So to make it easier, she was tapping on me. But then my focus and my intention, uh, as I envisioned the playground and I saw little Annabelle, I was tapping on her. I was mm. tapping on little Annabelle. So she was standing there and I tapped the top of her head and her eyebrow point, side of the eye and so on. Wow, that sounds really powerful. Yes, so um, I tapped on her, and then I would ask her how she felt about that, and, and she would tell me how she felt. Um, and then so we eased how uh, she was feeling. We made her feel more comfortable. Um, and then, of course, the, the, I'll, I'll get into the theory shortly with you as to what exactly is going on and, and when we would use matrix reimprinting. But then the main difference uh, with matrix reimprinting versus EFT is that we then rewrite uh, what what happened to that little one. Uh, so, so, so Annabelle, just so that I'm clear here, in EFT when we're tapping, we're taking I, the way I look at it is we're taking the emotional charge off of the memory. We're not actually changing the memory. So. In, in, in matrix re-imprinting, we're actually going to change our memory of that event. You're absolutely right, okay. yes. Wow. So, 
uh, and that is the major difference because um, a lot of people um, who who use EFT have said there's a little bit of a void left sometimes. And in fact, you and I have done a podcast on that. I think we called it Mind the Gap because there is a gap that's left, some kind of void. Um, so clearing the negative energy using EFT um, and then not replacing it with anything afterwards can, can feel as though there's a gap there. Um, and so uh, the work that um, I've done in the past with clients is we then... Um, when the charge is zero and the person feels neutral about it, we fill that gap, that void, uh, with positive statements. Um, other practitioners may use visualization techniques. Um, there's all sorts of ways that that void can be um, can be filled. And with matrix reimprinting, this is a wonderful example of how the void can be healed. Uh, sorry, to, can be filled uh, with a, with with a new uh, a new um, perspective on what happened. Right, because really when you think about it, uh, what if we take any memory we have, good, bad, or indifferent, it's actually not really what happened. It's our perception of what happened. And somebody else can be on the, you know, observing the same situation or be the other person in an interaction, say, with me, and their their memory of it is totally different. And we get this all the time, even if you go to court and they say, okay, you were there when the bank was robbed, what happened? Somebody else says, well, you know, you were there when the bank, to somebody else, you were there when the bank robbed. What happened? The stories are not even close, but they were yes. both watching the same thing. So <clears throat> we have these perceptions that, that become, I think, um, uh, memories that hold us back because they're in a very subconscious level. They've, they've, we've, they've created a number of beliefs and all this structure that we then spend all our time and energy keeping uh, alive, you know, proving that it's true and uh, and not really serving us and then if we can go back and say okay you know we had this memory it caused the fruit of the of this memory are all these things that i don't want consciously don't want in my life if i can go back and i can change that seed so that it grows a different a tree with a different fruit than what i want that sounds like a wonderful thing Absolutely. So in that way, the, the void is being filled. Um, but it, interestingly, what I love about it is it's not on our terms as who we are now. It's what the child in that moment really wanted and needed. Or uh, matrix reimprinting can be used um, for past experiences in our adult life. I mean, I've used it on things that happened yesterday morning or three days ago or something like that. So it's not only on child work, but that's how it was initially created by Carl Dawson. Right. So uh, I love that because it's empowering that little child, that, um, that energetic consciousness hologram uh, with what she would have wanted to happen uh, if she had had a choice um, in that moment. Uh, so she may have been shouted at um, or made to feel small or she was frightened or whatever was going on. Um, and if she could have written it a different way, what would she have done? So in that moment, when I I was uh, um, when I asked her what is it that she wants and needs uh, she said she wanted her friends around her and that was when um, her brother Robin arrived as well and I could I could visualize him so clearly mm. um, what he was wearing uh, the color of he was wearing shorts and a, and a shirt and sweater uh, um, I could see the colors and his hair um, and they, they hugged one another and then they were playing in the playground together. And that's 
uh, perhaps what she wanted at that time. So the 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 um, scene is uh, recreated, so to speak, um, on her terms, and then that isn't quite the end of the process because the final part of the process is to uh, take that scene and allow it to um, kind of uh, pa- pass through into the the mind and uh, allow it to rewire itself to all the synapses and neurons in the brain, Uh, so recreating the new message, and then to pass it down through the body so the new picture is then being absorbed into every cell of the body and then allowing it to sit in the heart. Um, And so the colors and the feelings and whatever is being heard are becoming more and more vibrant um, and even more exaggerated. And then to transmit the picture out from the heart and project it into the field uh, or into that matrix so it can communicate with the matrix. Um, And and then my sense is to be in the heart of the matrix. And that is where the scene is re-imprinted and becomes the new reality. And the beauty of this is when I work with clients, um, after this whole body process takes place and the the picture is transmitted from the heart out into the matrix, I ask my client to open her eyes and then close them and go back to the original scene. And 100% of the time, that original scene is now different. So what usually happens is they see the original scene, but the whole energy around it is entirely different. Mm. So for example, yesterday I was working with a client um, and we did some matrix re-imprinting on um, a memory she had had uh, with her mother driving her to school. And she said, I was probably about four or five. And her mother had told her, you've got to behave because daddy is so seriously ill. And uh, when you're naughty, um, it makes him sicker. And she had... Yeah, so she had remembered the words and she had also remembered the tone as well. So we went through the process um, of rewriting that. And uh, she actually, uh, she connected to her echo, her little child. And her little child wanted to go into the classroom and play uh, with uh, her dog and some other people as well, and uh, that we brought in lights and uh, the noise of uh, running water, a fountain. We, we, we set up a fountain outside, and there was the noise of birds, and, and the little child felt heard and seen. She was showing the people who she'd brought into the room uh, pictures that she'd drawn and, and little things that she'd created in class. So she was being seen and she was being heard, and we projected that out into the matrix and when my client went back and we tested what the original car scene was like for her was there still a charge she said no now i'm seeing um her driving with her mom into school and they're chatting amiably about what the day will bring and there's no stress her mom's really relaxed she's laughing and she's happy so what matrix reimprinting does is it really removes that that negative charge but it doesn't mean that it never happened it ju- it simply means when we go back to it we just can't visualize that or, or sense it in any way visually auditorily kinesthetically that the, ch- the original charge is not there and uh and that is extremely powerful and the 
the test, of course, is that the person sees it in a different way. It's a much more relaxed scene. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's uh, that's amazing. It <laughs> sounds like so. <clears throat> the question that comes to mind, first of all, is uh, obviously to have this amount of uh, impact at this deep a level. This is probably a two or three day process that you go through, right? Uh, to learn how to do it. No, to actually, if I said, okay, Annabelle, I want to do a matrix reimprinting session with you, uh, we'd probably be stuck in a room for three or four days, right? <laughs> all this stuff takes like a long time to dredge up. And Well, this is a very interesting point because uh, we could say the same of EFT, of course. And as, as we know, that, that that's incorrect. I mean, with EFT, we could have a one-minute wonder or a major breakthrough in a couple of minutes. And the same is of matrix reimprinting. Uh, so if I go with a, if I go back to a specific scene with a client and we work on that with matrix reimprinting, we can easily accomplish that in a, a private session together. Uh, but the beauty of matrix reimprinting is it can be used on a variety of scenes. It doesn't necessarily only have to work on one memory, one specific event. So um, we can go back to the echo and ask her how she's feeling and what she's learning about life in that moment. And from whatever comes up, like a belief that was created at that time, uh, may apply to something earlier in her life. So maybe the echo is seven and something comes up for her that happened when she was five. So we can then go back to the earlier echo as well and tap on that younger child and that and then even may go back further um, and likewise we can use uh, we can go into the future and work through uh, anxieties and fears that uh, are being created around future events too so work on who we would be in three years time and what we'll be doing and so forth so um, it, it, the process is as long as it needs to be Scott but if I was working with uh, with you with matrix reimprinting no we certainly would need three or four days uh we it, it would just take as long as it needed to um which, which is usually um the length of time it would take with eft of course there's no um there's no there's nothing's cut in stone because as as we know with eft other things can come up there's no framework uh, so we have to be clear that we may go back to one echo and then we may find that we're bouncing all over the place and working on other echoes as well. But that's where the fun comes in and the creativity and it gets really interesting. And another beautiful thing about matrix reimprinting is it is safe so long as it's OK with that echo to leave her uh, in that moment. So if somebody has to go out and they're, they're, and they're unable to complete the session, uh, they can go back into the matrix and work on it and complete the work at a later time. Wow, that's really cool. That sounds really exciting. Yes. So uh, there's no right or wrong way of doing it. What I love about it is it involves so much more creativity. Uh, EFT um, still has uh, plays such a pivotal part or pivotal role in my practice. I love it. It forms the foundation of matrix reimprinting. And what I love about matrix reimprinting is we can be creative. So we're working on that little child and what she wants. She could want different lights, different sounds. She could want 
angels to come in, other beings. Some of the clients I've worked with have asked for angelic beings um, or other spirit guides as well. Um, I've had somebody ask for Gandhi uh, to come in. Uh, somebody I was working with last week asked for Jesus. Um, so any, anyone and anything can come in. Uh, we, I've had... Um, um, I don't know if they're available in, in Canada. They were very popular in the 80s in the UK. My Little Pony. It's like a little plastic toy of different colors with long hair that little girls could brush their mane. Um, and uh, I've had uh, somebody ask for a My Little Pony, but a giant size that filled her bedroom that she could ride. So the, it's whatever the child needs at the time to create a sense of comfort and safety and ease that it's okay. Um, I've had another person have um, a water fountain um, and a bubbling with stones at the bottom of it in her bedroom as well. Uh, so anything, anyone can come in or the child can go to a different place. They don't have to stay in that original place as well. So it becomes really creative and very, very intuitive. And I love that. And it's not the person who is... Um, as who they are now that we're working with, it's who that we're working with that person's echo, who they were in the past. Right. Um, so it's very important uh, that the person isn't projecting like, oh, I, I think she probably wants such and such, or I think she's thinking such and such. We have to connect in to the little one. Got to let go of some control there, right? Oh, yes, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Because um, often if I'm working with a client, uh, she'll say something, uh, I'll ask, what does, um, what does she want now um, or what does she need now? And the, the client will say, I want my father to come into the scene. And I say, do you want your father or does she want her father? And then, ah, yes, because it's very important during matrix re-imprinting to to remain removed from it. We are the observer watching and guiding and facilitating. It's all down to that echo uh, as to what, what changes are being created. Right. Well, Annabelle, we're getting close to the end of our time today, and I think this is a fascinating subject, and I think we need to delve into it a little bit more in an upcoming episode. Yes, I'd love to, Scott, uh, because uh, I, I want to explain... Um, the reasons, uh, oh, sorry, how matrix re-imprinting can be used and its relevance to um, trauma as well. So oh, it, right. I could definitely talk about this for many podcasts. <laughs> cool. So if somebody wanted to know more and they're not willing to wait till the next episode that we talk about matrix imprinting, re-imprinting, uh, what should they do? Yes, they're most welcome to um, contact me on my website and uh, I offer a 30-minute uh, phone consultation, and I'd be very happy to discuss matrix re-imprinting with you and how it can help you in your healing and growth. Awesome. And what's the domain name again? Yes, www.theefthealingcenter.com. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We appreciate having you along for this amazing ride that we're on, and we'll see you next time. 